Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined in the studio by N2 councillor Jim Codd. Good morning to you, Jim. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for having me on, on this miserable morning in, in, in Wexford. And I'm also joined by a very active man in the fishing industry, Eamon Scallon. Good morning to you, Eamon. Good morning, Alan. Uh, Eamon Hayes, even. That's yeah, I'll get that right eventually. That'll do, Alan, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Jim, I'll just bring you right close to that microphone there. And it's, it's not something I have to ask you to do in the council chambers because I can nearly hear you outside the building. Uh, but uh, let's let's look at D-maps. What are we talking about here when it comes to fishing? OK, thank, thanks, Alan, for giving me this opportunity. These are the designated areas. These are the designated areas uh, that we're looking at, that the, the government is looking to allow wind farms on. Now, it's over half a million square kilometres running from west of Kinsale right up to Cairnsore Point and coming out then off the south coast for close on 50 kilometres. So the the impact this will have will change the maritime culture of the south coast. And we are not here at all against wind farms. And If anything, we're very much in favour of them. But we are here to represent the 750 people who make their living directly or indirectly out of fishing in Kilmore. The 20 pot boats, the 10 charter boats, Kilmore has the biggest angling centre in Ireland, the, the, the 30-odd trawler and scalloping boats. Now, there was 81 million gross made out of fishing in Kilmore in 2019. That's, that's, that's from an Oxford study. So, we must preserve and protect this. This is the first stage uh, with the D-maps. They will go out to consultation in August and September, and by January 2014, it will be finalised. So I'm calling on all those involved, all those that are fishing, that use the sea, to have their voices heard, to, to participate in this consultation. This is terribly important. The East Coast was the Wild West. It was... It was industry-led. They came in and they put whatever they wanted there. Now, at least here, we're now having consultation. The fishermen are being yeah. heard somewhat, and it's terribly important to be heard. Eamon, when I was down in Kilmore, uh, there was you, you were at the top table, with Jim was there as well, uh, and there were lots and lots of fishermen and some from the industries in the areas as well. And one of the, the, the words I heard quite regularly mentioned was lack of consultation. Well, there's a few words in that. Uh, you, you, you felt that there should have been more consultation. Do you still feel that way? I do, Alan, yeah. Consultation has been minimum with uh, with uh, fisheries and uh, with the, the marine tourism industry and all. And it's still the only consultation we have at the moment is through our rifts and uh, our, char- our uh, hmm. marine tourism uh, association. And when you say consultation, who do you want the consultation with? Is it the companies that are behind us, or who? Who, who we do want, you need further consultation? We and want the government as well. So we want to talk to the people that's going to make these decisions. Ultimately, the Department of uh, Housing mm. and uh, all the relevant departments. There's about four departments mixed up in all this. These are the people that are going to make decisions that are going to affect our livelihoods down the road. We need to speak to these people, not representative of these people. We need to speak directly to these people. Yeah. I had a few conversations with him and Ryan. He's very approachable, and uh, but all that has gone quiet now. We're all going back down into uh, yeah. low category. Uh, and, and just put it into the, the easiest way that we can understand it. Like again, going back to the meeting I was at, we're talking about say the, the lobster, the lobster fishermen, right? So um, if 
if some of this is put in place, can, can you can you clarify it? What does it actually mean, Eamon? Uh, initially, the surveys have a, a serious effect on undergrounds, under under the lobster and crab efficient and the lobster and, crab, and, and, yeah. the, and the movement of uh, the species that we be uh, targeting in the marine tourism industry, recreational angling and all. Uh, the movement of these species is uh, will be seriously uh, affected. Um, we we've logged in one competition alone forty one different species. So we're not just talking about three or four species. Like we're we're talking about uh, nursery areas and uh, spawning areas. Like yeah. the, the south coast of Ireland has a spawning area for cod. Like one one of the only two in Ireland, yeah. which will be affected because we've seri- in, in 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 these surveys we have serious noise levels up to 240 decibels yeah. and we have test bore holes that's you know, hundreds of these that'll be going to uh, that'll be drilled into the bottom in the survey section like we've gone through this before when I was a young fella yeah I'm uh, hardly enough now but I was young enough to remember the time they were uh, <clears throat> they were drilling for oil and gas off the south coast and we had a huge effect on the on the local fishing that time but we did we hadn't enough information to know what it was these surveys and the construction will have a huge effect with noise pollution, with sediment uh, the transport on the seabed and everything like that. And then in, in, in the in the in the operational phase, yeah. there's other issues like which we have we need to get into, which I won't go into here. Like you know, well, I suppose, Alan, it's important to say, and I've I've asked this at the council meetings to produce independent analysis of the impact on the fishing grounds. Now, if, if when you talk to the fishermen on the East Coast, they say the survey alone was killing the whelks. Hmm. Now, that's what they tell me, and they're the ones lifting up the pots every every day. Now, it's all very well to say the fish will move off and they'll move back on, and shoals of fish, I'm sure, can obviously do this. But whelks, uh, crab, lobster, they're not going to move miles away and move back in again. So we need, we need to know the impact before all of this starts. This is this. I've had fishermen in tears with me about the impact that this has had on their livelihood. They said, once the once the soundings, once the charting, the mapping starts, they move. So where are we at now? Because this is this is not the it's not set in stone. All of this is it? no, no. Thankfully, it's not. And as Eamon said, the minister was receptive to our discussions with him. There are eight um, there are there there are eight companies seeking planning permission off the south coast. That's on hold now until the final the D maps are finalised. This is the first stage of the of, of, of the mapping process. We hope these maps will be further refined further refined until we have uh, clarity as to the impact it will have on the fishing and where they'll be allowed to put the wind farms. We do not want what happened on the East Coast, which was the Wild West, where it was company-led, where you had huge international companies coming in, uh, grabbing up the ground and let do, let do mm-hmm. what they want. This will, cause, this will cause a standoff with the fishermen, and we, we, don't, we don't want that. But at least now it seems that we're being listened to, but let's see how much we've been listened to. All we have at the moment are very broad strokes, as they say half a million square kilometres is a lot of ground to take out of the fishing industry. Let's see what the minister will give us and hopefully he, he, he will understand that this is the lifeblood of our coastal communities. Saframar, I mean let, let's look at some of the positives. I'm hearing positives from say Saframar, who I know I've spoken to them before. So, uh, I mean it's not all negative, is it? There's there's a lot of positive developments going on down there as well, Eamon. Oh, there is, yeah. There's uh, Saframar investing in their, in their plant down there. They're probably one of the biggest... Uh, yeah. Uh, processors in Ireland uh, 
that's sending out uh, to Asian, Asian markets, European markets, all types of shellfish, like, you know, they're very big. And they're, they're, I was speaking to the general manager there, and he's very worried about going forward, uh, what impacts this is going to have on his... Uh, really? He really, had, he really is very worried, yeah. So, and you have to, can I just add here as yeah. well, and it has to be said, this is a gold mine. Mm. You know, there's a lot of money to be made out of this, and it is it is sad that um, the two Irish companies that, that bid on the, uh, the 10th of May at the auction weren't successful. And it is, I, I think it's quite unfortunate that, again, we have international companies coming in, um, taking, over, take, uh, taking over the wind energy, uh, we should have learned something from the West Coast and how we dealt with the gas and how yeah. we dealt with the oil. But however, yeah. that's that is that is that is where we are now. But uh, this is very valuable. This is very valuable. You're a bit concerned that it's not high enough on the radar, even with your fellow councillors. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Alan, you were there. I spoke about this at the last council meeting. Um, I'm very concerned how informed people are. There has been a series of meetings in Kilmore. Um, where we had no no TD in attendance, despite being invited. Right. Okay. Well, and I think I think politicians are running 100 miles from this because they don't know which way the ball is going to hop. Right. Uh, but it's as I said to him and Ryan on, on one of your programs here, it's going to be the biggest construction project in the history of the state. What we're talking about is putting hundreds of uh, wind uh, wind turbines out there, the height of the Eiffel Tower. Right. That doesn't happen without consequences and unfortunately marine tourism as regards to the charter boats and uh, and inshore fishing boats are right. directly in the path of that What's the solution Eamon? Well the solution is to keep them outside initially is to keep the, these outside, outside 12 mile territorial waters Right That would be the big, biggest mitigation And on a number of levels and if I could jump in that makes sense yeah. because if you put them in the inshore waters where the marine life is, is, is richest, first of all, the impact you're going to have environmentally. Secondly, you're going to force the fishermen to go out beyond them mm-hmm. to work. Now, fishing is already a dangerous business, but to go out beyond the wind farms to catch, to, 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 to catch the product, that's, that's, that's a huge problem. So putting them outside makes sense. It obviously puts extra expense on the companies to bring the power from further away. Right. But it makes the life of the fisherman all the more easier, safer. And the inshore waters, as Eamon would testify, is the spawning ground mm. to numerous fish and, and where the juvenile fish grow. Is it time to have another debate? I know the last time I was there you had plans to ha- and then uh, circumstances decreed you couldn't have one. Do you need yeah. to take it uh, up to debate level again and invite the Oireachtas members and the media to be there and the general public as well? Are you that concerned about it, Eamon? I'm very concerned about it, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm hugely concerned about it. It's not only the fishing as well, I might say. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's the whale and dolphin and everything that lives okay. in this water. Have to leave it there for the moment. Thank you for joining. Let's have the debate. Thank Keep God, me in date. Yeah. And if you do have a public debate, I will more most definitely pop down to it. Our thanks to Eamon and to Jim Codd there, thanks focusing the on the DMAPS. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.